you will this morning turn with me to the book of Acts chapter 1. I was telling Brother Ed this morning, I had an interesting week. And uh, Sister Shirley heard a little bit about it. I had a gentleman call me this week saying that they're interested in going to Japan to be missionaries. And I had a pretty in-depth, I say a pretty in-depth conversation with him. I asked him a few questions and the, the phone call ended within 15 minutes. So that ought to tell you how the conversation went. But I asked him a few questions and I said, you know, what do you, what, what is your, what is your um, belief on baptism? And he told me, well, baptism is a ceremony, but it's not necessary. Well, we disagreed. Um, and, uh, he, I went on, I said, okay, well, what, my second question was, what's, what's your belief on the Holy Spirit? And he says, well, it dwells in the individual. And I said, well, I said, uh, you don't believe that it's given to the church? And he looks, and he just kind of, you could tell him kind of hesitating. He goes, no. And he says, it's for those people who, he says, given to the individual. And he says, when they come together, they encourage one another. And I was like, well, you, you don't think it was given to church? And we kind of went back and forth about that for a few minutes. And then he told me, he kind of ceased the conversation and said, I think we disagree. And I said, well, we, and then he says, well, thank you and have a great day. Click. I said, well, okay. I said, you know, I guess that's part of the, part of the, you know, testing the spirits thing, <laughs> figure out what, what they believe. And, and, and it comes out pretty quickly. Um, and of course, his first his first word was, "I'm not looking for money," but <laughs> I'm like, "Uh oh." <laughs> but not not to his credit. But I wanted to show him. I wanted to kind of see what he believed and kind of share with him some of the things that the Lord showed showed us as a people. And maybe he might see that, but he didn't want any part of it. So that just goes to show you. Sometimes in this world, we're going to come across people that. Some things they believe like us and some things they don't, but when you try to share the truth with them, they just, they don't want any part of it and they just throw it down. So we're going to come across people like that. So, but uh, I don't hate the man. I wish the man well, and I hope that he'll see the truth for what, what it truly is, the truth. And, and maybe that he'll, maybe through what conversation that he and I had, the seeds planted. So I, I, I pray that much for him. So. Um, let's look again at Acts chapter 1, and I'll quit uh, storying today. <laughs> Acts chapter 1 and verse 4. It says, And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. Wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, Ye have heard of me, for John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy, with the Holy Spirit not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power, but ye shall receive power afore, or after the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. So, out of this conversation, it, it, it kind of drew me back to look at some of these passages of Scripture regarding the Spirit. So, the Spirit, 
he's mentioning here to the talking here to the apostles. He's saying the, the spirit will come not too many days hence from now. He says, but he says you guys will will be baptized with the spirit. And so he says, but ye shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and ye shall be witness unto me, both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. He saw these. This is this is the stuff that you're going to be doing. You're going to be going throughout the world and proclaiming this by what? By the authority of the Holy Spirit. That's what comes from the Lord. So this signified that they would be empowered to proclaim the word of God throughout the world. This was given through them, them access through Christ. So let's look at John chapter 14. John chapter 14. John chapter 14 and verse 23. <clears throat> Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and he will come unto him, and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not, keepeth not, uh, not, not my sayings, and the word which he hears not mine, but the Father which sent me. These things I have spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy, Holy Ghost, will come... <clears throat> whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give it I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If ye loved me, ye would rejoice because I said I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it come to pass that when it is come to pass, you might believe. Hereafter, I will not talk much with you for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the father as the father hath given me commandment. Even so I do arise, let us go thence. So here again, we, we have him talking here with these disciples, these apostles here. He's telling them about the Spirit. And he says what? He says, if a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and he will come unto him and make our abode with him. Living. Living with him. We talk about being the body of Christ, but that's where the Spirit's given. It's given, the Spirit gives us life. In Christ and he was trying to explain to them what the Spirit was going to mean to them he said he that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings and the word of which he hear is not mine but the Father's which sent me he says these things I have spoken to you yet present uh, yet being present with you but the Comforter which is the Holy Ghost whom the Father will send in my name he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. So he provides prompting, counseling. The, the, the Strong's Dictionary provided the word there 
before. Man, it says, to empower, illuminate, console, sanctify, and intercede, or set apart. So it is our position in Christ, through the Spirit given to the church, that sets us apart. And the Spirit teaches us and shows us and guides us as we are willing to be led as his people. <clears throat> Let's look at John chapter 16. I'm moving faster than I thought I would this morning. So we might get out of here in record breaking time. John 16. John 16 and verse 1. It says, These things I have spoken unto you, that ye not be offended, that they shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, then the time cometh that whatsoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. And these things will they do unto you, because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things I have told you, that when the time shall come, ye shall remember that I told of you, uh, told you of them. And these things I said not unto you at the beginning, because I was with you. But now I am, I go my way to him that sent me, and not of you asketh me whither thou goest. But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow hath filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away, for I go away that the Comforter will not come. If I go not away, the Comforter will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and righteousness and judgment. <clears throat> and of sin, because they believe not of me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the Prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and that he will shew you the things to come. And he shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine, therefore said I, that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. So, stop there in verse 15. So he wasn't, he wasn't saying anything new that they didn't, <laughs> they didn't know. He, they knew he was going to go away. They were just saddened by it. He knew that they were, they knew that they were going to be persecuted for what they believed. They'd already been persecuted for what they believed. He says, but I've made, he says, but because I've said these things unto you, sorrow hath filled your heart. <laughs> He's like, I, I'm going to go away. But if I go away, then the Spirit can come. He says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away, for I go not away uh, if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. 
And when he comes, he will reprove the world of sin and righteousness and judgment. So the world gets what? They do get some of it because they get the conviction. The conviction that they do the things that are not according to the scripture, according to the life that Christ led. He says, and of righteousness and of judgment. Well, if you're reproved of sin, if you know, you're going to be able to see that that's not the right way to live, right? <laughs> he says, of righteousness. Well, the right way. The right way to do things. And of judgment. The judgment is the expectation if you don't do these things, this is what's going to happen. I knew, and and when I first come to know the Lord, that if I didn't do these things, that there would be some expectation of what? Of judgment. I knew it. Because that's what I asked. That's the question I asked. Well, I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be in trouble. That's, I mean, that's what, as a kid, that's what I said. I didn't understand it. But I wanted to know. I knew there was something that would be done if it wasn't done in the right manner. It says, of sin, because they believe not, of righteousness, because I go to my Father and ye see me no more, of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. So the Spirit works through all these things. It shows it, it demonstrates it, it teaches us. Kind of like those things that we went through in Sunday school this morning. It teaches us those things, doesn't it? But, there is a but. It is predicated on what? Our belief and our exercising the belief once we've come to know the Lord. Through baptism, through faithful obedience. When our baptism happens and we're coming to the church, that eliminating begins. Spirit continues to show us and teach us as we desire that, that teaching, that desire to know the Lord. Something that I could talk about all day, but a person that doesn't know the Lord yet won't understand. Let's look at Acts chapter 2. In verse 1. Acts chapter 2 and verse 1. We'll read the full account here. It says, When the day of Pentecost was fully come, and they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues, like as to fire. And it sat upon each one of them, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men of all every nation under the heaven. And now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded, because they, that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all this which speak Galilean? And how hear we every man in his own tongue? 
wherein we were born, Parthians and Medes and Elamites and dwellers of Mesopotamia and Judea and Cappadocia and Pontus and Asia, Pharga, Pamphylia, Egypt and all the parts of Libya and Cyrene, and the strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Cretes and Arabians, who did hear them speak in our tongues the wonders of work, wonderful works of God. And they were all amazed and were on doubt, saying one to another, What meanest this? Others mocking said, These men are full of new wine. But Peter, standing in the, uh, in, with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all ye of that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as you suppose, seeing it to be the third hour of the day. But this is which has been spoken by the prophet Joel, and it has come to pass in the day, saith the Lord, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And all my servants and all my handmaidens, I will pour out those days on my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and they shall show wonders in heaven above and the signs of earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before, in their great note, before the great notable day of the Lord to come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. <clears throat> ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did by him, by him in the midst of you, as ye yourselves also know, him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain, whom God hath raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holden of it. I'll stop there. This is a pretty, pretty large piece of text here of whom men typically tend to get confused as to what happened here. But there is no confusion because our God is not the author of confusion. But these people who saw this happening were concerned. They thought these men were drunk. Or how is it? They thought it was a joke almost. How is it these men can talk to us in our own language? Aren't they all Galileans? But that word, so they speak with other tongues. That word means language. They were speaking in a language which they could be understood. And there were too many there for it not to be God working through them. It went through how many were there. He says, Now when they the noise abroad, the multitude came together, they were confounded because every man heard them speak in his own language. That isn't the working of a spirit, I don't know what is. If he can illuminate to understand the deeper things of God that we don't understand. It's the same working there that he did with those men where they can understand their own language. I don't know about y'all, but my brain is very, very, not very smart. But the Lord showed me some good things that I, I wouldn't otherwise understand if it wasn't for the Spirit. Same thing with you, Brother Ed and Brother Wayne. And you, Brother Tony. It, it's, it's the Spirit that works through us. His people. If 
we can't live outside of Christ. This is basically this is just the life-giving spirit that allows us to be able to think and to reason and to understand the workings of God. I used to think of this, the Holy Spirit as this mysterious thing that I didn't, I could never comprehend quite. But it makes more sense as I study the Word and I and, and I ask the Lord to show me what it is. That word spirit there is breath. It is life. He breathed it into the body, which is this this group of people here, so that we might partake of Christ, be a part of Him. No longer ourselves. The Spirit eliminates us. It shows us. It teaches us. This is not confusing. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We'll come to a close. First Corinthians chapter 2. And verse 10. Actually, we'll start there in verse 9. It says, But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear hath heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth not no man, but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which men's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Spirit teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, and yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him, but we that have the mind of Christ. So, what is it that the Spirit does? It's not in human wisdom, that's for sure. But it is the wisdom of the Lord. Revealed to us that have that desire, that have access to God through Christ as we have read in these accounts here. He says, For what man knoweth the things of man save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God Knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit of which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. So, Not in the way that man teaches things, but in the way that the Lord shows us these things. The Spirit's instruction is far di different than the wisdom of man.
when we sit down to study the Word of God, what is the first thing we typically do? We pray, don't we? We pray that the Lord would show us what it is that we should we should speak or what we should understand. It's like the heart asking the brain, what do I need to do to get this blood from here to there? <laughs> you know, the blood can't properly circulate if the heart's not applying what it knows to do, right? But it wouldn't know what to do if the brain didn't tell it what to do. Well, we are, we are a part of the body of Christ. We all have different functions, as the scripture tells us. We all should pray that the Lord show us what it is that we should do and how it is that we should work in His in His service. Because it's through that that He's able to use that to motivate us to our proper function. So let us consider that. What what is it the Spirit does in the body of Christ? Are we yielding to the Lord as we should? Are we asking for Him to show us and teach us as we should seek those things which are the deeper things of God so that we might honor and glorify God in our service continually? We have that access in Christ. Just like anybody, if we cease to grow, then we cease to function. So let's think about these things. We know and understand that the Spirit instructs us on the things of God. So let's use that appropriately. Sometimes the Lord uses the Spirit to show us something that somebody else doesn't know. That we can teach them and show them through the Spirit working in us. Maybe if it's just not somebody serving the Lord, that that might be the conviction they need to serve the Lord. Like what Brother Wayne prayed earlier about being a witness in this community. And even though we've invited people, that they at least know we're here. Maybe we've planted the seed or watered that they might see the Lord has something something good for them. Something that's better than this world. Something that lasts. I hope this has been encouraging this morning. That's all I have for you. We'll all stand to be dismissed. Brother Ed and Brother Tony, would you come forward and lead us in the song?